<laughs> What's going on, guys? Chloe here, sitting down with Brian. Hey, guys. How you doing? Brian Gaston, as I like to say. <laughs> um, Brian has recently gone through a hard year. I mean, we've all gone through a hard year, but an especially hard year. Um, so I want to sit down with him and talk about, you know, what he's been through, how he's been dealing with it, how he's gotten out of it, all of that fun stuff. So kick things off with when did you start CrossFit? What made you start? I started CrossFit um, August of 2018. Um, it was mainly because I had changed from a full-time to a part-time position at work and needed to stay more active. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's something just to fill the void of being on my feet, moving every day, all day long. So it was, it was really a personal feeling of I'm missing something and needed to, to fill that again. Yeah. So. Did it do that? It did. It did. It really did. It's, it was a different way of looking at working out for myself. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'd been to gyms before, been to Gold's. Uh, I was a member of All Sport for a while. And just going to the gym and working out by myself just wasn't wasn't for me. Yeah. So I needed the, the CrossFit community really drew me in and, you know, intrigued me of that type of workout and um, the family aspect of it, of the community. So it was really good. Cool. And, I mean, you were – so prior to what we're about to get into, you were getting consistent and, like, getting pretty yeah. strong. Yeah. Right? Uh, throughout the – probably last winter, I was there – you know, five days a week, you know, mm-hmm. did a nutritional challenge. That really helped me kind of dial in what I was looking for myself, mm-hmm. body-wise. And, you know, it was consistent with four to five days a week, sometimes six, depending upon what my schedule was at home. Yeah. And your wife joined. Yep. Danielle. Danielle. And uh, Katie, Katie was going to kids' yep. classes. So the whole family, great American <laughs> family coming across it. Um. So we'll dive into the meat. What happened? When and what happened? <laughs> <laughs> when and what happened? Um, March 12th, uh, I was snowmobiling in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, had an accident, uh, pretty traumatic. Um, ended up breaking my collarbone, broke my hand, um, had nerve damage. Um, so that put me on the sidelines for quite a while. Um, had surgery a week after the accident. Uh, was pretty much immobilized on the left side for um, six to seven weeks so that uh, that really knocked me down I had a pretty significant weight loss because of the accident because I went from being active every day to doing nothing other than sitting on the couch and kind of recovering um, and then once I started recovering from there it was a it's been a long road it really has um, it's taken me a while to get back to, to what I am right now, and I still have a ways to go. So it's it's a challenge every day. Yeah. <laughs> Can you explain to people a little more, like, what – not that you need to go into the trauma of the accident, but just kind of what exactly – like, all the surgeries you had, what you're dealing with right now? Um, the surgeries had a – like I said, a broken collarbone, so I had to have that repaired. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I have a pleat in my collarbone right now with six screws. It's – interesting a little cold cold, feels a little weird Mm -hmm. um my hand i had temporary pins put in my hand to set the bone there and those were removed um the uh the biggest thing is the the nerve damage uh in my shoulder um i've had several tests uh multiple doctors uh multiple different mris all this kind of stuff just to 
determine what's going on there. Um, and it was determined that the nerves are recovering, they will recover, but there's just no question, no answer of how well they recover. Um, and it could be anywhere up to a year post-accident. So I'm looking at next spring, early early next year to, to see what the full recovery will be, if it's a full recovery. Um, it's hopeful that, the doctors are hopeful that it will be a, you know, 90 plus percent recovery, if not more, you know, possibly 100%, but it's just a matter of time right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the biggest challenge because that the nerve damage that happened, it's it causes the muscles not to work properly, my shoulder. So, you know, lifting my arm, moving my arm in a normal way every day is the biggest challenge. And that's my biggest hurdle I've had to overcome is basically learning how to redo a lot of things right now while I'm healing. You know, it's from everything from brushing my teeth to, you know, getting dressed to finally coming back to the gym here. It's It's been a challenge. It's <laughs> and for those of you that don't know, I mean, I've, I've dealt with some nerve stuff myself. Any doctor or, like, physical therapist you talk to, like, nerves are a bitch. <laughs> that's pretty yeah, much the yeah, common. That's basically what it is. It, there's theme. no rhyme or reason as to mm-hmm. how they repair or how long it repairs or... It could be two months. It could be a year and a half. So yeah. right now I'm at the eight-month mark. Um, like I said, making progress. But it's really just a waiting game to see how well they finally come back and get to where they are. Yeah. So. So if my timeline is correct, and I already know this answer, but whatever, I'm going to ask <laughs> you anyway. Um, so pretty much right when your accident happened, we were, that was like. It was the weekend that everything started shutting yeah. down. Yeah. I was, my accident happened on a Thursday. Uh, I was in the hospital Friday through Sunday. Um, was discharged from the hospital on Sunday and I had to go back on Monday because I was having some side effects. And when I got back to the hospital Monday, it was a completely different world. Everything was locked down. I had to, Danielle couldn't even go in with me. She had to stay in the car. I went by myself, which was a challenge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Harder time even walking. But, uh, um, yeah, it was that weekend that everything that happened. So it was really poor timing for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how did you kind of get through? I mean, for everybody, it was kind of a dark month, couple of months, six months, seven months, year. Um, how did you kind of get through that dark period? Because now you're, you know, nothing's normal. You can't really see people. Yeah. And on top of that, you're immobilized. How did you kind of get through that? Um. I really just took it one day at a time, to tell you the truth. It, it, it had to come to grips with what happened in the accident and the amount of trauma that I had. So it was really a couple of weeks before I even thought about anything other than my accident. So, because mm-hmm. I couldn't do anything, I couldn't really go anywhere anyway. You know, even if everything had been normal, I would have been in the same situation at home, sitting on the couch or just going to doctor's appointments or PT or whatever I was doing at the time. So, um, not that I didn't think about the shutdown and the lockdown and all that kind of stuff. It just, there's so much else going on that would have been going on with me anyway because of the accident. I couldn't really think of that until, really until I started going out to PT three or four times a week and more doctor's appointments, like, probably it was, let's see, it became March, so middle of April when I started seeing that there's nobody on the road, there's nobody anywhere, you know, going mm-hmm. into the doctor getting just uh, temperature checks and masks and all that kind of stuff. It just, it was, it was weird because it was almost like 
you know, everybody had been seeing it for about a month, but I hadn't been. So yeah. it was it was You're really in your odd own world. for me. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and like we've been talking about it, but I I don't know. Like you had some PTSD after, right? Um, a, a little, little bit. bit, not not too extensive. Like it's not like a. I knew exactly what happened during the accident. You know, if, I'm not gonna go into details, but I could tell you everything from when I was riding down the trail to when I got to the hospital. I, mean, I never blacked out. I do. I was aware of everything that was happening around me, um, and just telling people like what happened and how it happened. Um, not that it made it easier, but it just you know, in my mind, it was like okay, that's that's what happens, you know, kind of thing. And mm-hmm. uh, I can't change it, and got to move forward and. You know, keep thinking about this coming season with snowmobile season coming up, and it's going to be different. But <laughs> um, I respect you still going out there. <laughs> yep, I got to get back on the horse. So, <laughs> cool. uh, so here we are. Um, you were doing physical therapy for a bit. Yep. You recently started going to John, yep. who is our um, sports physical therapist that we recommend often, and more recently you started coming back to some personal training sessions here as well as coming to some classes obviously modified um how has it been coming back has it been a struggle yes and no a struggle with respect to being able to do the workouts and challenging to my body right now to do them fully the way i want to do them um not challenging in the respect that i want to be here I want to get up. I want to come to class. I want to, because like I said, it was five to six days a week. I want to get back to that. So in my mind, it's like, okay, the more I push myself, the more I get going, the closer that five to six days a week I can get back to. Mm -hmm. So, um, but as far as the workouts go, it's, it took a probably month of doing workouts to realize that, hey, I can't do what I was doing. Yeah. I'm, I'm not able to. You know, due to the movements, I'm not able to lift the weight right now. I gotta just, you know, basically think of it as day one of never doing CrossFit and start slow and work my way up and just get there. You know. Yeah, that's been tough. Um, at first it was because yeah. I had to get outside my head saying, "Okay, you can't do this," mm-hmm. <laughs> and I want to do it. Um, now it's like, "Okay, let's just let's just keep moving. You know, let's keep yep. going." Happy to be here, type yes. deal. Yep. Do you have any? advice i mean most people aren't going to be suffering from the same uh hopefully not traumatic (laughs) injury like that or accident like that um but anybody that's dealing with just injury do you have any advice for anyone trying to get back um listen to your body um it was i know in my head i was saying i want to get back but my body wasn't ready Mm -hmm. until probably two months ago um take advice from as many and actually see as many doctors as you can based on your condition you know to really get the best opinion of what you should be doing or what you can be doing to help yourself Mm -hmm. um yeah i went to two or three different orthopedics Uh, i was referred down to the city the hospital special surgery Uh, so i just kept pushing 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 um from my end to make sure i was getting the best answers that i possibly could Mm-hmm. Uh, to make sure that everything was done properly, make sure everything that the surgery was right, making sure that you know all the issues that I'm seeing and try working through weren't more serious than they are, or anything can be done to fix them. So, yeah. uh, when it comes to injuries, you want to make sure that you get the right answers. Make yeah. sure that you're you're doing the right thing for for what you have and what your issue is. Yeah, 
I think that's really great advice, even outside of injuries, just our general health. Like, we have to be our own healthcare advocates because yeah. at the end of the day, you know, seeing a doctor for 15 to tops an hour, and that's like an hour is really if you're paying outside of your pocket, it's really yeah. going to be 15 to 30 minutes. Um, they yeah, don't well. see the whole picture, and sometimes, like, doctors miss things. They're human. Um, you know, you have to be dil- diligent about you know making sure you feel confident with the answers too like if you if the healthcare provider gives you an answer and you're like mm, I don't know I don't think that's it or yeah. I'm also worried about this like we'll get another yeah. opinion that's you know? exactly what I did you know it was yeah. it was a question of things weren't progressing with my recovery uh, as quickly as I thought they should have or quickly as you know some people I've talked to thought they should have so that's why I just kept pushing and got to you know hospital special surgery and the best of the best they have a team that deals with my nerve injury um so they put me through a series of tests and even when i was with them i had a few tests and they said well we didn't like the the results of a couple of them so we're going to do more tests mm-hmm. and you know put me through a couple more which weren't pleasant but um in the end of the day it was what i needed to do to make sure that everything was correct yeah awesome Anything else worth mentioning? No, just glad to be back. And glad Keep to plugging be, along, right? <laughs> glad to be getting back at it and, you know, making recovery. I'm seeing recovery each week thanks to you and John and just keep pushing. I like it. It's good yeah. to have you back in class. Thanks. It's good to be here. Well, thank you for sitting down with us. Yeah. Um, if you're a locomotive member, you'll probably see Brian at a 9 a.m., mostly 9 a.m. Yeah, those my days. Some evenings. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Good to be here. Thanks.